7.30 a.m. WSBC. Welcome back to another week of the Hooli's Hooli Radio Hour. This show is presented to you, folks, by McCann's Irish Oatmeal and personal injury attorney in Chicago, Jim McGing. Yo, yo, yeah. My name's Patty Houlihan. I'll be your host all hour. Joining me, as always, to my left is twin brother, Billy. Billy, what's up? And to the left of him, the greatest person in the world, Mr. Clayton O'Brien. Clay, hello. Good tidings to you all. Welcome back, folks. Another COVID week. Crazy week for me. COVID month seven. Whatever it is at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a fog. I'm That's feeling okay. like I'm in a mental fog. You are. I think most of the country you feels You have been since 1999. But yeah. I'm getting, COVID's <laughs> making me dumber. It's yeah. making me, I mean. Is it though? Is it? Well, I, I never touted to be real intellectually smart. <laughs> To begin with. <laughs> uh-huh. So a guy sitting outside the Y. I'm supposed to. That's the joke, goof. Right. The joke. Uh-huh. But it's making me pretty dumb. I, I like I'm just sitting around consuming old movies I've already watched thousands of times. Yeah. Uh I'm smoking a lot more. Uh I should be taking care of my health. I'm not. Although I did quit drinking. That's a good one. Right? But, yeah. But I'm eating more junk, but and, and Try and, and letting thoughts into my head that probably shouldn't be there. You <laughs> Such know? as? Just like wor- the anxiety and like worrying about stuff that doesn't matter, you know? Um, but my daughter, folks, she had her 11th birthday Ooh, all right, yeah. over the weekend. Yep. Happy birthday. This. Big deal for us. It was a big deal for especially this birthday because I had agreed to her a long time ago, earlier in the summer. We've talked about it on the program before. She got the phone. A phone. She had many attempts to get the phone. I said, start an eBay store, make money, become right. a small entrepreneur. Was hoping that she would learn a lesson through getting the phone. Right. Yeah. She won. I, I caved eventually. Uh-huh. Um, I had to. It yeah. was driving me insane. You yeah. know? Um, she's grabbing my phone to text friends. I'm getting text messages from kids I don't even know. I'm like, what is this? You know? Right. Kids started calling me and going, Charlotte? I'd go, no! <laughs> Charlotte's dad. Goodbye. You know? Charlotte's um, like, yeah. You know? Charlotte's dad. Goodbye. Right. Um, Real nice guy, huh? The kid, like, hi, yo, I'm sorry, this is Charlotte's my dad. My daughter's friends don't like me because I'm gruff with them and I yell at them. Okay. You know? I'm like, no, get out of there. You know, if they're trying to go near my fridge or go into a room I don't want them in. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to be. I'm just that kind of, I'm like, hey, knucklehead, pick that up. You know, like, I don't think kids today are used to that. I mean, I remember when adults that didn't even know you would crack you. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you little punk. You know, and you get a slap in the head at the gumball machine at Jewel for doing something weird. You'd be like, who's that guy? You yeah. know? And it was acceptable. It's Mr. Hanerhan. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's always got his eye on everybody. Well, anyway, we caved and got the phone, right? Yeah. Um, and... Of course, I waited to the last minute, you know, but I found a deal for the phone. Verizon right. had a deal. Okay. Uh, where they, right. where they, I would, for so much money, I'd add another line, but I'd get essentially an iPhone 7 at a very fragmented cost. Right. right? Now, I was like, this is a pretty good deal. I don't, this deal might not be around in a few months. I better just take it while it's Jump there. Jump on it. You know, yeah, so they right. got me that way. Um, but I, I was like, okay, I'll go to the store on the day of her birthday to go get Charlotte her phone. Yes. And an iPhone, right? Like an iPhone 7 for an 11-year-old. That's like my dad giving me like a Porsche on my 16th birthday. You know, like, here yeah, you go. Pretty much. Uh-huh. I mean, the things these phones can do. The things these phones can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, powerful. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why they they freak me out. They got you know? nano chips in them. You they, know? It's your microchip. It's your it's your traveling. They device. got nano chips. They got microchips. They got Doritos in them too. They got everything. All <laughs> they kinds got of crystals, chips. blue and red. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you so seem... I go to the store. I bring her with me. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm like, okay. it wasn't a surprise. It was a pick one out type of thing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, I was leaning towards it. I was like, get the iPhone because we're all on Apple devices at home. It'll make it easier for me. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. To be able to manage this. So we get to the store. Holy coronavirus lockdown. This place is policed more than any other store I've been to. Okay. Maybe for a good reason. Yeah. All right. One, you got to wait outside. It's one guy in, one guy out. Right. Okay. Um, and when I got in the store, everyone's like not six feet apart. Everyone's like 20 feet apart. So mm-hmm. there were like four people in the store and we're waiting outside. And I got my kids with me. My mom, first, I bring my daughter to pick it out. And she's like, Can my friend Tess come? I'm like, Yeah, I guess. You know, can my, and then Mikey, my little boy, is like, I want to go. All of a sudden, this turned into a field trip for me, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I got to discuss financial things with this guy. I want to make sure that I don't get hosed on this down. phone, you know? Because if the kids start acting wild, I'll just be like, yeah, just give me the phone, whatever, and walk out. And then two months from now, I'll get a bill for like a grand and be like, what the heck did happen that day? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So uh, I bring him with me. We're in line. The woman comes out from the Verizon store. I went to the one in Berwyn. Uh-huh. And uh, she goes, no, there's no kids in the store. You know? I go, what? She goes, well, I mean, if you're all trying to come in at the same time, we're not doing that. Understand. I go, it's her 11th birthday. I wanted to get her a phone. You know, they go, we respect that. But she's going to have to wait outside while you come in and do the work, you know. And then when you you can take a picture of whatever phone you want, walk outside, show her the picture of the phone, and then come back in and purchase it. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm like, all right. So now I'm in the store. My kids are running around in the parking lot. I can see it. My stress level is, like, through the roof. Mm Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, I'm like, yeah, do you have the deal? I read about it online. Where's that iPhone 7? You know? Yeah. Uh, and the guy's like, uh. You don't want I, that. You yeah, want this. Exactly. Oh, he tries up and tells me, what do you want an i7 for? You know? Yeah. Like, God, I'm buying a used car all of a sudden. I'm like, what do I want? I say, I go, it's for an 11-year-old kid. He goes, I let his software is going to be obsolete on that. They're going to try to update it. I go, you say, don't worry I go about does the it take pictures and text? <laughs> yeah. The guy goes, yeah. I go, it's a starter phone. Okay? Yeah. I go, I, I have an iPhone. That's all I need it for. Okay, and the guy's like, yeah, all right, you know, um, yeah. I'm Kiss not your sure. Commission goodbye. He goes, I'm not. He goes, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Right. He goes, I'm not sure if we have it in the store. I go, wait. First, you told me you had it. Tried to upsell me on something. Then I said no. And now you come back with me that you're not sure that you have it in the uh-huh. store, right? Okay. He goes, well, we might have one in back, but we're having some problems with the safe. I go, the safe. We, we gotta, gotta put them in the safe. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm like, what's going on? The safe. Yeah, they he goes, keep all the phones in a safe. He goes, well, let me go look. I go, okay. So he goes in the back room, comes back out. He goes, it's in the safe. We can't get the safe open. I forgot I go, the combination. So, I, so, I go, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're running a retail store here. You're having everybody come one in, one out, all this crazy stuff. Nobody gets any merchandise leaving the store today? No, uh-huh. it's just advice. He goes, no. It's I go, advice. Every, people yeah. could, exactly. All advice. You just get, you get to wait in line, and then when they let you in, you get pitched like a hawk. You know, a guy comes at you, goes, "You don't want that. You want." And then you, know. you take a picture of a picture of a phone. Right. <laughs> you run it out to your loved ones. Right. I was like, "This is nuts." Yeah. So uh, I'm like, "Yeah." So you turn into Robert De Niro. Well, not quite, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. So I go, okay, fine. You should have lit up a cigarette in the store. Yeah, right. You just, yeah, I've had enough of this. <laughs> let me think about it. Hold on. Bang out a heater right in front of his desk. Sir, there's no smoke. Ash on his papers. Right. (laughs) 
I would have been arrested for that. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It would have made quite a scene. It would have been worth it. So I'm like, well, the safe's busted, you know? <laughs> and tell me more about the, the safe. The safe's not broken, just the lock <laughs> on know? the safe is broken. Then all of a sudden I'm thinking like a criminal. I'm like, there's a safe in here, huh? I'm like, and how does the safe work? That's on a timer, sir. And they were very forward about it. I go, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, time it up to open right now. I, he goes, my phone. No, he said, well, we can't get it out. We got the, we got the safe guy coming. Oh, my God. I go, God. when's he coming? Yeah. Well, he's going to be there tomorrow. I'm like, this guy's giving me all this, like, just, <laughs> okay, let me call the outfit real quick. Hey, guys. <laughs> The safe guy is going to be at Verizon at this hour tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you for the info. Thanks for that. Yeah, thank you for the info. The or, was info. He, or did he make the whole thing up? Exactly. I don't know. I do know this. I left without a phone. Oh, all right. Uh -huh. I was like, all right. Maybe he goes, hey, listen, why don't you do it all online? Do it a, And when you go online, hit pick up in store, right? And then select our store, and you'll, be, you'll get first dibs tomorrow. Okay. Mm, okay. Did he have a Chicago accent? No. I tell you what, you go online. Yeah, did he talk like El yeah. Pomani? He did. He goes, I tell you what, you go online, come back tomorrow. And we'll get you the Taurus. I mean a phone. <laughs> yeah. I'll put you in a brand new Taurus iPhone 70. <laughs> iPhone 70. Right. <clears throat> there probably will be a Taurus iPhone 70 someday. Yeah. Sold at El Pomani, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Shout out to El Pomani. El yeah. Pomani Cars. I'll be Hashtag. sending you an All invoice. Right, so yeah. you don't leave us hanging. So I go home, I, right. and I have to explain it to the kids outside. They're already kind of, like, waiting for it because they've already been, uh, you know, ostracized to being outside. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That they're like, oh, we're not getting a phone. I'm like, no, we got to wait till tomorrow. So we go yeah. home and have the, you know, the cake and pizza, a little cheer. Uh, but Charlotte was actually very mature about it. She was like, okay, I can wait. She knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I can't use the threat of no phone anymore. You know? Right. Ain't not good. Oh, there ain't going to be no phone with an attitude You like got to find a new threat. Yeah. Right, new threat. No car. <laughs> yeah, that'll be next. Um, so uh, we went back today, and I got the phone. Very mm -hmm. nice. Picked it up. So it worked. Was the same guy in there? The same, told you it the same guy was there. I went by myself this time, uh, and because I was worried that they might not be able to get into the safe. And I walked in when I got there, and I go, hey, "Is the safe working?" <laughs> you know. Yeah. And everybody turned around, and goes, "Yeah, the safe's working now. We got." Oh, I'm glad the safe's working. Yeah. So anyway, oh. I was like. They let me in, and the guy got me the phone. A new guy got me the phone. I dealt with a different customer service rep this time. Sure. Um, Can you imagine if you went into a bank? Is the safe working in here? Right. Yeah. Can I get my money? Not a safe's busted. The safe guy's going to be here tomorrow. Oh, he is? <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Um, yeah. So uh, she got her phone. Yes. We just turned it on tonight. Great. You know, I had to do all the parental sh settings and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which made me put me a, at a lot more ease, you know? Sure. Um, although I do know she listens to this show. All right. Okay. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Yeah. Happy Shout birthday. Shout out to Charlotte. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Charlotte. Yep. Um, so even when I talk about details of my own life, I can't win arguments with her anymore because she knows that I'm making satire out of my own life on the air here. Right. So, uh, like, you know, I got to be careful about what I say. No, no you don't. No. Yeah, no, I don't. Anyway, not in that shirt. You don't one. See, I knew you're gonna bring up the shirt. You got to bring up the shirt. It's beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. And this is all part of the phone story. Oh, all right. Uh, but I, I, the day that I got the phone today, yeah, I had some oatmeal before okay. I went. Did yeah. it put you in a good mood? It put me in a wonderful mood. And as soon as it like, were they so, all eating oatmeal in the store, the employees? No, I told them <laughs> I'd send them all boxes for being good guys and telling me about the safe. You know? Great. Send uh, the safe maybe they could put somebody oatmeal in the safe. Maybe you should send the safe repair company. Or even a better, box. if they wipe the safe down with oatmeal, they'd never have safe problems again. That's true. 
Right. This show is presented by McCann's Irish Art. Yes, it O'Neal. is. Uh, Morse Tales of Phones and my new red shirt. M- Morse after this Morse Tales. <laughs> Morse Tales after this commercial break. Presented by McCann's Irish Oatmeal. McCann's Irish Oatmeal. We've been warming the hearts, minds, and souls of the most discriminating oatmeal lovers for over 150 years. From the family farm to your table, enjoy the whole grain goodness of McCann's Irish Oatmeal today. Available at your local grocery store. With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. And they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. If you're looking for an office in the loop, you got to check out Integrated Office Suites at 20 North Clark Street and 455 North City Front Plaza Drive in the NBC Tower. iOS has an entire floor in these two very prestigious buildings, and they offer the best in executive offices, virtual business offices, personalized phone answering, conference room and day office usage, administrative support services, and customized packages with fixed monthly invoices. Integrated office suites are convenient and very classy. So get in touch with our friends at integratedofficesuites.com or call them at 312-561-2300 and tell them Skinny and Hooley sent you. That's integratedofficesuites.com, 312-561-2300. You'll be glad you did. If you or a loved one is injured, you need someone to represent you. But don't just call a lawyer, call a judge. Former supervising judge James McGing. Jim McGing represents injured people and their families in cases involving personal injury, wrongful death, workers' compensation, and third-party lawsuits. Jim represents first responders. He formerly worked for the General Counsel of the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police. He was an assistant state's attorney, and he was legal counsel to the Cook County Sheriff. As a judge, He presided over multi-million dollar medical negligence, traffic, premises liability, and construction injury cases. He wrote the Illinois court decisions regarding injured police and fire for on-the-job injuries and during training exercises. So don't just call a lawyer, call a judge. Former Judge Jim McGing of the Miller & McGing Law Firm, 33 years of personal injury and workers' compensation experience. You can get a hold of Jim at 773-467-8000. That's 773-467-8000. Give him a call. He's an old pal. Oh, yeah. For the new phone. 
Great call, Mike. Thank you. Call me, Blondie. All right, so how do you feel? You asked about my red shirt before the break, <laughs> folks. Yeah. For the listeners, I have a very bright red. I guess I would call this ruby red, maybe? Yeah, it's just red. Uh, it's just red. It's light it's like, red. My daughter said it was like Mexico red, like something you'd wear to like, you know, with a with a woman with a beautiful flower dress to like uh, a dance and, you know. In small town Mexico? In, in Jalisco or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, well, I found this shirt. Yeah. Uh, I went over to the phone store at one point later, like, so when I first took my kids to the phone store on her birthday and they yes. couldn't get the phone, Yes. I snuck back out and went over there for a minute. You, some, right. you wanted some me time? Well, I wanted to see if the guy said a couple hours, maybe we'll have it tomorrow, whatever. I was So I went back over there. Okay. They were closed at five, right? I'm like, yeah. oh, all right. My wife was out riding around with the kids in yep. the car. I went to Goodwill. It's across the street. All right. Okay. I've been, for our listeners, you all know my love affair with Goodwill. All right. Yes. I'm like, I got some time to burn. Take a walk around, tickle the rack for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I did, right? And I found this shirt, right? Uh Uh-huh. Amongst some other things that I picked out and tried on, right? Yeah. But that was the winner? And it's occurred to me that this is becoming a problem for me. Like Your Goodwill addiction? Well, I think it's my addiction to want to accumulate things. Now yeah. I'm, I already have clothes. Why am I going to Goodwill and looking at different clothes? You're you know? a hoarder. I'm, it's not a hoarder because I give it all back, but I think I just like have an addiction of like consuming, right? I'm like, let me just get this and wear this for a couple of weeks, toss this, get new stuff, whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, I found this. This is like a vintage. Clay, you said it's like a golf shirt Tony Spilatro would have been wearing. Something like that, yeah. Because it's got the high collar. It's from like the 70s. It's right? very casino. It had film. the tags still on it. All right. Oh, wow. Wow. And I, and I Unworn. Was, that's when you were like, yes! I'm like, it's an arrow. <laughs> it's from like 1970-something, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is unbelievable. This has been in a guy's closet for 40 years. Did it have the price the... tag of it? Like how much they paid no, for it in no, 1970? No, but it did come from Sears at one point. It okay. had a little Sears. Maybe Sears just cleared out their inventory at North and Harlem. And this <laughs> has been, been in the basement for 50... 50- hey, give all those old shirts to Goodwill, you know? Could be a possibility. Who knows? But right. uh, while I'm there, mm-hmm. all right... I'm going to the fitting room because yes. I want to try on, like, a, I had a pair of pants I wanted to try on. All right? Okay. And you got to grab a kid to go to the fitting room. Like, hey, can hey, you open get the, the key. door? Yeah, Which is amazing that they have the fitting rooms at Goodwill open. You can't even go into a fitting room at, like, a Target or any other store right now. No, you can't. Yeah. Right? So Goodwill is extremely diligent about it. Like, you go into the fitting room. The guy's, like, standing outside. When you leave the fitting room, he sprays the whole room down and wipes it down for, like, every single guy. Sure. Well... There's those little, like, stand six feet apart, whatever, wait in line. Right. While I'm there, there's, like, this kid, uh, and he's, like, <laughs> he's a young black kid, and he's dressed, um, he's, you know, he's dressed like a hip-hop rapper, right? He wasn't wearing fatigues, yeah. was he? He was not wearing fatigues. Okay, good. Yep. But he, I look down, and he's, and, he, and he's, like, you know, you ever see kids on the L who are, like, rapping to themselves, and, like, you yeah. know? Right. And you're, like, is that guy schizophrenic, or is, is he have an aspiring rap career? I can't tell, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, one of those situations for me. And he's kind of rapping, and then he's, like, this place is crazy. He says that to me, right? Uh-huh. He said, yes, it and is. I'm, like, yeah, I know. I love it here, you know? Um, uh-huh. and, uh, I come here three times a week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm here all the time. <laughs> I love it here. Great store. It's good, right? Goodwill. Yeah. Uh, so, and all of a sudden, I look down at his feet, and he's wearing women's flats that he had like picked out, right? And he ha- and in his hands, he has a bunch of like women's negligee, right? Oh boy. Okay. And okay. I can't tell like what's going on here. You know, is maybe he's a, you know transsexual or whatever, and like and he, he's trying some stuff on. And Goodwill is a good place for him to go do that. Maybe he's ready to play. Who knows what's going on? But uh-huh. it gets nuts. All right. Okay. 
The guy comes over and he lets me into the fitting room, and then I in the fitting room next to me, he lets that gentleman in. Yeah. Right? Oh boy. How old are we talking? This kid's like probably like seventeen or eighteen. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. He's a young guy, and maybe twenty. I don't know. Give him twenty. Yeah, we'll say he's twenty. All right. Okay. He's definitely an aspiring artist of some kind. You know? Sure. He's, okay. he's rapping. And I'm trying on my, you know, my khakis and looking in the mirror, make sure they fit or whatever. And I just hear this noise. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I, really? I, it's a noise. It's not uh, words, but it's like. And it keeps getting louder. Right. And it's getting louder and louder. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on in there? Is that guy turning into some sort of creature? You know, turning right. into a werewolf. I'm like, what is happening? Is, you know, COVID wolf. He's the COVID wolf, you know? <laughs> and he's got women's flats on and negligee, you know? Only or is he, like, having a seizure or something? I can't tell, but then this happens. Okay. All right? Mm, do the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Lake, 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 Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. And I'm like, Ricky Lake? What? Did you say that? No, I didn't say anything. I'm like, is this happening? Is this all a dream? Is that a real song? I I could I don't know. <laughs> Sounds pretty and good. Then he's he's making a beat out of it, like do the Ricky Lake Lake Lake, do the Ricky Lake Lake Lake. And I'm did like, did you find yourself googling do the Ricky Lake? I did not Google do the Ricky Lake yet. <laughs> all right. Research department. But all of a sudden, I'm just thinking about, and he goes, huh, this is so, he goes, ha, this is so good. He like, you hear him chuckling to himself and talking. He goes, this is gold. Everybody going to be doing the Ricky Lake. That is pretty good. Do the Ricky Lake. And he, I get out. He's on to something. Who knows, right? Yeah. He has a fetish for Ricky Lake. Okay. <laughs> I get out of the Goodwill uh, fitting room? Yeah. How bizarre is that sentence, anyway? First of I all, got out of the Goodwill fitting room. <laughs> you did what? Hold on. <laughs> so in the middle of COVID, I found myself in a Goodwill fitting room. First of all, we should let everybody know that Ricky Lake is a former uh, talk show host. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. She appeared in John Waters' films. Yes. Um, Cry Baby, I believe. Cry Baby. Oh, yeah. and, but John Waters' films definitely lend themselves to LGBTQ culture. So m perhaps this guy's just a fan. You know, he's part of that culture. Uh -huh. Sure. And he's embracing his love for Ricky Lake. Um, the other it thing killed me, though, right? Is Ricky Lake from Chicago? That uh, I can't be certain no. of. Did she do this? Know. Was the Ricky Lake show out of Chicago? I don't think Jenny so. Jenny Jones was, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, okay, sorry I walk that. out uh, of the fitting room. Yes. yes. And the Goodwill guy is standing there, you know? Yeah. And I just turn to him and I go, do the Ricky Lake. You know? <laughs> Did you say that to him? Yeah, I go, do the Ricky Lake. And, and he looks at me and he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he hears this all the time. You know, like, where am I? So then I get out of the situation. Okay. All right. I'm like, oh, that's amazing that that just happened. Yeah. Do the Ricky Lake's been in my head all day. You know, while I was getting the phone, I was going, do the Ricky Lake, do the Ricky Lake. Yeah, Ricky I Lake. love it. You know, um, I don't know what the Ricky Lake is, but we're going to come up with it's something. It's a dance. It's got to be a dance. Do the right? Ricky Lake. Do the oh. Ricky Lake. Uh, so all of a sudden, I get out and my eyes glance over to a couple racks over. Yeah. Uh, as I'm leaving the, uh, the Goodwill fitting room. Yes. Dennis Rodman standing there, there. No, but just as bizarre, okay. something else is happening now, right? Okay. He goes, do the Ricky Lake, Pat. There's a, there's a very- buy that shirt. There's do a heavy set, leg. there's a super heavy set guy with beach blonde hair. All right. Ooh, GPA style. And jewelry and white rimmed glasses. All right. Very flamboyant. Okay. okay. And he has like a little, like Hispanic dude who's like 21 years old. With his iPhone on him, Fil but not an iPhone. It was like a Nika. It was like a camera, you know, like, okay. a, like a camcorder. No, it wasn't. It, sort of <laughs> like a GoPro kind of. No, it, yeah. All right. 
And this guy's in the middle of his own production, okay? Ooh. He goes, when I told you I was going budget shopping, I meant it, sugar. You know? He goes, we're going to go here, then we're going to go to Marshall's. He goes, look at the Trevor Trove of things here. And this guy's like panning around and taking videos. And I'm like, this guy's in the middle of his own show. Is there a like, where's like, this um, being brought? <laughs> but, like, I got Ricky Lake guy, all right, yeah. cutting an album in there. <laughs> And then I got this guy out here. You got Guy Fieri. Yeah, I got I got a very flamboyant Guy Fieri talking about the Hawaiian shirt selection. You know, I'm like, this is insane to the masses. Good, Goodwill Fieri. And then I got my daughter a phone, and I'm like, this is what the world is. Everybody's got a show. Everybody does this now. Was Ricky Lake guy associated with those guys or no? There no, two separate, two separate incidents. Yeah, totally different productions. Six <laughs> feet apart. All productions need to be six feet apart in Goodwill, folks. Goodwill COVID. Well, you should hook those two up because they sound like they would get along just fine. He, that guy, the, maybe the Ricky Lake is the theme song to that guy's show. Weird. Thank you, Mike. Mike says weirdness follows me, and truly, you know what? I, I, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Because yeah, I, that's we, a gift. It is. Yeah. Weird things happen to me, and thank God that I have a sense of humor and I'm able to uh, articulate these experiences back to my listeners. But Boy. Well, I, thanks for that story, because I'm going to find myself at home later tonight going, do the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be in your head for years. You better write that song before he does. Watch. A couple years from now. Everyone's going to be Everybody's going to be doing the Ricky Lake on TikTok, all right? Yep. And yep. I'm going to be like, I was, you know, in a goodwill with that guy a decade ago. Yeah. Rick, what about Ricky Lake's dad, Barry? We Barry! Can, can do the Barry Lake. Do the Barry Lake. Do the, do the Barry, Barry Lake. lake. <clears throat> That's a little later. First you do the Ricky, then you do the Barry. Right? <laughs> or maybe the Barry before the Ricky. <laughs> yeah, wow. I think we got something there. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Ricky Lake's father is Barry Lake. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. I hope Barry's doing well. He is. During COVID. How can he not be? You can't. So <laughs> that's been uh, the fireworks of my week thus I'm far. glad wow. to know. You, you know, there is a possibility that you could be like in somebody's like B-roll like the, of their production. Yeah, you're probably you're on like YouTube right now in the back of Geeky Aries. Looking at that red shirt being like Yeah, oh yeah. Like look at this like a strange fire. part of me, all right? Because yeah. I'm kind of, a, you know, wanted to get in on it. Yeah, a weird part of me go, "What are you guys filming?" <laughs> you know? <laughs> Cuz I like now I'm a bogey at Goodwill, you know? Creeping on other people's YouTube videos. And like, Can I help you with your video? Can I pop in for a little quick cameo? Say hello to everybody. Really, you should really yeah. do a wider shot for this one because right. you'll get more items in. Right. Check out the ties. I'm a director. Right. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm an actor and director. Wondering if I could butt in for a moment. Talk about my goodwill experience with your with your followers. And see if they might want to uh, follow the Hoolies Hoolie on their show. You know. Oh, just... Yeah. just Completely hijack his production. For yeah, we, we co-brand it. You know, you and Goodwill uh-huh. Fieri. Me and Goodwill Fieri. <laughs> this week's episode of Hooli and Goodwill Fieri. Yes. Yeah. And MC Ricky Lake. You know. Yeah, he's like the. He's like yeah, the MC of the show. Little drip. Yeah. Little drip. Is that what you want to call? He's him? gonna be dripping gold when that album hits. Absolutely. Ricky wow. Lake off the album Ricky Lake title yeah. cover. So I did get, so Charlotte got the phone today. Good. Okay. Uh, How do you feel about that? It's bittersweet. You feel, I feel like you're a little bitter today. Because I feel like I just gave a, a bit of my child's innocence away, you know? As much you as she you wanted did, it. You, you, you're providing safety, believe it or not. Now she can call you whenever she wants if something happens. That's the plus side, right? That's one of the, you know, the comforting aspects of it. But 
she start, she was sneaky on my phone to begin with, right? You know, like trying to open a Snapchat account, Instagram, all things that I have not approved. Correct. You know? But right. she's figured out how to open different email accounts and, you know, maneuver her way around it to fake her age to be able to get into that stuff. And policing that, when you try, when you try to stop them from doing it and then they keep doing it again and again, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Mike asked a question, can I track her? Yes. Can uh, I track her? I'm not going to go. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to. Can I track her? Southern <laughs> sheriff father. You know? Correct. More importantly, Mr. Verizon man, can I track her? <laughs> can I track her like a bloodhound? Right. I don't care about your safe problems. Can I track her? I want to track my daughter. Right. Every move she makes. There's uh, plenty of guys out there like that. Daughter <laughs> tracker. There's guys that probably track everyone in their family. Wife tracker, daughter tracker, son tracker. Oldest son, middle son, Nobody chubby. Nobody gets away from me. The chubby. world's gone mad. I can't remember my passwords to wife tracker, child tracker. <laughs> chubby son tracker. Chubby son tracker. Ricky Lake tracker. I can't get no damn respect. <laughs> so uh, does it have one or no? Well... <laughs> Thank you, Clay. Coming back, the the iPhone has a feature family sharing that you can create an uh, an right. i like an iCloud thing for. Yes, and it allows me to remotely be able to allow access to certain apps and screen time and 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 what you know her. Can viewing. you shut it down like like uh, bait car? You know yes, that I can. Bait car? I, I can shut it down whenever I want. I can turn the phone off remotely if I want to. That's yeah. Okay. That's good power. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 come that way. I don't feel bad about her having it, right? I'm like, okay, but I'm also not going to be a dad that snoops on her kids either. Like, uh, respecting your child's privacy to a certain degree is warranted and healthy for uh, developmental growth. All right, um, because I know that kids can. You know, I don't want her being involved in bullying or cyberbullying or any of that stuff. It goes on. Right. It's real. Yo, it's real. Yeah. I know. But, I mean, if my dad knew every phone conversation, every text, you know, we didn't have phones, you know? We just didn't talk. But, right. and we didn't talk on the phone. Remember when you'd get a phone call at the house and your dad would pick up or your mom would pick up and you just- get off the phone. You'd hear the click and you go, oh, somebody just picked up. I'll call you back. You know? Uh -huh. Where's the keg in the woods? The keg in the woods. Okay, bye. You know? Where's the keg in the woods? <laughs> in the woods? Right, right, oh, right. perfect. Hey, the keg is in the woods. It's at the bridge. Hey, the devil's the bridge. Mm -hmm. Where? The keg in the woods. It's in the woods. Right. Yeah, yeah uh, you know- you couldn't. It was easier to be sneaky, for sure, back in our day. I don't know. I think it's easier now to be sneaky because you can hide everything behind a cyber landscape. You yeah, know? but you can go to the cloud and 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 bring up every phone call made and track those numbers and go completely insane. <laughs> yes, that would you be could. that would be work, Clay. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be. It, I guess you know. <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, a, a certain level of relief has passed where I'm like, okay, it's good. Now I know where she is. And, yeah. You know, because I was getting tired of it, man. Yeah. Plus, my little guy runs outside constantly after her, you know, because she she's old enough to be able to go and walk around the block or go to the park with her friends now. Mikey's not, right? Yeah, yeah. Even during COVID, I've allowed it to an, in some degree because they're just, they're stuck. They're on lockdown, you know? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You can go outside and walk around. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my little guy, you know, I can just I can be upstairs doing something, you know, and and I just hear the door go, and I'm like, there he goes, there he goes, and I walk outside and he's already a half a block down, and I'm like, come on, man, you know, and he's like, what? I want to go where she is. This is not fair, you know. Um, so I got to put a tracker on him too soon. Yeah, you know, some kind, you know. Yeah, track him, track him, put a nano chip up in there. Well, that's kind of what we've heard. 
What is a nano chip? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I thought it was a legit thing. Well, again, folks, we never presume we never we never pretend to be smart on the program. <laughs> Let me tell well, you about the relief I experienced. Sure. I was, uh, you know, after a long day playing a little Xbox the other night. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. A, a, a COVID activity. Of COVID all. activity. So I play, I jump around. I play a little golf. You know, I get frustrated with that, and then I'll switch to, like, basketball. Uh-huh. And I was playing uh, a little basketball with the, the NBA 2K. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was the all-time Bulls, <laughs> and I was playing the all-time Lakers. Wow. All right? And I was up by, like, 14 or 15 with, like, you know, you know at halftime. And then they came back, and they, they made it close, and then they were up by one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And it was like four or five seconds left. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going to lose this game. This is just tragic. Did you but call you, a timeout? How, I called how a timeout. This Pippen, was... Pippen had like four fouls. I took him out. I threw Kukoc <laughs> in. I'm like, all right, let's see if I need a rebound. Maybe Kukoc can grab it, whatever. Sure. Yeah. And then I inbound it, and not B.J. Armstrong takes it in, and he kind of tr- tries to drive to the lane. He can't get through. And, uh, you know, Kukoc is kind of sitting out there. Did he find him in a corner? It's more like top of the key, a little bit left. Okay. And Kukoc grabs it, tries to drive to the middle, but it's still blocked. We got Shaq in there and Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Whoa. All right. All-time Lakers. All-time yeah. Lakers. And Worthy. James Worthy. Worthy, Kobe, uh, oh Magic. Wow. Kukoc is on the all-time Bulls? Yeah. Okay. And so so is Jimmy Butler. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And uh, But Paxson isn't. And no. Kerr isn't. Um, okay. And so, Sorry. Kukoc tries to drive the lane. It's blocked off. He pops back out. Three-pointer, probably like, I don't know, 25 feet. Yeah. Two seconds left. Drains it. You hit it? Yeah, hit the buzzer. Now, you said that this was like a 30-second, like you stood up and with your, you just raised your I raised fist my arms in the air and there. kept them up. I didn't know what to do. I had no one to celebrate with because everyone was sleeping. <laughs> In my house, so thirty-nine-year-old man hits buzzer 40, beater. Forty-year-old 40 man, that's right. Forty-year-old man hits buzzer beater with Ku coach. Local <laughs> stands silent in basement for twenty minutes. Yeah, local with man, arms raised. Local man wins game. I know the feeling. Way. I know the feeling. It was an amazing feeling. I'm very happy about the results. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that to your wife? Best thing that happened to me all week was Ku coach's three pointer in NBA 2K. <laughs> Pretty much. I know. That's the little things in life, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. yeah. I played uh, MLB uh, The Show 2016 Home Run Derby <laughs> with Maddox. <laughs> uh, Are we on Twitch night? now? We're broadcasting live on Twitch for our listeners. Live on Twitch. Yeah. It is video games. I, mean, I love them. Something, you know, it's like you can find yourself getting lost in them for a while. I know. See, that's why I understand. Like, That's the, a big thing during this whole pandemic is kids and video games. It's getting too much, right? though. It's becoming too what much What about Trump saying no more TikTok? That's the big thing, too, you know? Yeah, well, I don't know what he he says. If uh, Microsoft buys it, then he'll be less against it because we'll then it'll see. be American owned. I like how well. Then why say anything? <laughs> you know, like he, he likes to that, get involved. I'm banning TikTok. Good night. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone goes what? I think he said that on like a Saturday or something. Like, so yeah. everyone has the weekend to sit around and stew about it. Yeah, he's, um, he likes to stir up. Uh, and many people, I was kind of like, yes, you know, like well, I was get too. rid of TikTok. Oh, that'll alleviate a lot of stress. What are you gonna do now, Carly DeMille? Right, I'm coming you for you, Carly DeMille. <laughs> You make one more crack about me on your little TikTok dances, I'll take TikTok away. I take TikTok away. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> I, I take TikTok <laughs> away. I take TikTok away. Oh, okay. Yes. Who's that? That's Strict Indian Father. <laughs> <laughs> Strict Indian Father. It's a new show on TBS. It's going to be a hit. <laughs> that's all the guy says in the trailer. I take TikTok away. Everyone goes, let's watch that. That looks great. <laughs> that would sell. 
Wednesday at 9, Strict Indian Father. <laughs> the star of Strict Indian Father is here. <laughs> Sanjay Willis. Yes. <laughs> Sanjay Willis? That's the Indian Bruce Willis that we made up for. Yes, oh, that's right. I forgot about Sanjay Willis. He's looking for work. Yeah, he'd have to be an action star. Of course. Uh, strict, he could do this role. Strict Indian Father? <laughs> of course. Yeah, he could. Make some action out of it. Okay. I take TikTok away. Did you? Speaking of action, I mean, this is terrible, but yeah. uh, did you see that explosion in Beirut? Yes. Yeah. My God. Mary and I were talking about that tonight. It was unbelievable. It's craziness. Like, what was it that they had? It was the same stuff that the had caused story? the Oklahoma City bombing yes. that McVeigh had. But they had had, like, they had, apparently they had confiscate, confiscated this stuff in the port, like, six years earlier. Correct. And had it in storage. So here's what happened. A, a, a Russian shipping, like, guy mm -hmm. was going through there, and he lost his business. He went bankrupt in the middle of this transport of this chemical. Okay. So they confiscated his boat. Ammonium, ammonium nitrate, nitrate for fertilizer. Actually, Correct. It was used Thank by the Mike. IRA a lot mm -hmm. for their bombing campaigns back in the 70s. Yeah. But they used very small amounts of it, and it did a lot of damage. And so this Russian guy had his ship confiscated. They took all this 2,500 pounds of this stuff, put it in a warehouse, and for 2,500 tons of it. A thousand, yeah. Uh, and just left it in a warehouse, mm. and then it caught on fire. And it There's, was like a nuclear somebody, They said it was 13,000, I think, times the actual um, magnitude of what Oklahoma City was, times 13,000. Oh, it's it crazy. Wow. It's crazy. If it was oh. felt for 200 miles away. That's insane. Yeah, we're living some weird, crazy, crazy, crazy times right now, you know? So Musk is going to the moon and... I don't even know. Well, the, that's why I'm, you know, interested in do the Ricky Lake and <laughs> you're looking better. for your your opportunity. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, r remove myself mentally from what's going on in the world, which sounds like the dumbest thing you could ever do. You're like, I'm retreating now. I'm getting dumber. I'm going, I'm going into a hole now. <laughs> I'm going into a Goodwill dressing room. Right. I'm, I'm done with this COVID. I'm just going to go hide out in a Goodwill dressing room for a while. <laughs> Had enough. Hey, get some ideas flowing. I gotta get some new material, <laughs> some new ideas. Is there a goodwill nearby? You should make it the goodwill dressing room like your office. You should. Wouldn't that be a thing? Put up, yeah. Put a little desk, a in. phone in there. <laughs> yeah, a phone with a cord. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pictures of your family. Sure. Uh, Stapler. Right, and then just listen in on what other people are saying in the booth next to me. Go, yeah. I'm trying to work in here. What are you trying on? <laughs> <laughs> Size are you? You look about a thirty-two long. Can you help me out with this in here? Um, <laughs> but you're right. I'm kind of remo I've removed myself from like. There's so much news, and the news cycle is just flipping, and you know it's COVID and, and the election and 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 be Black Lives Matter and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, all right, I need to just you take need a, a break. break. Yeah, you need a break. Take away from it. Um, and. Uh, I, I've been watching a lot of spy movies. Oh, but you would think like, oh, why would I? And like now, yeah. I'm taking a break from this, and now I'm watching spy movies. What, okay. Such as James Bond. No, I rewatched The Falcon and the Snowman. The Ooh, Sean, uh, Sean Penn. Penn and, Penn and, uh, and, and uh, uh, Timothy Hutton. Yes, and uh, it's about two, uh, you know, American spies who grow up together as altar boys and become Russian. What spies. is uh, Penn's oh, yeah. character's name in that movie? Um, he plays Andrew Dalton Lee. Don't you love me? We're, we're, Mom and Dad, we're moving to Costa Rica. That's a, he's got a real goofy accent in the movie. Yeah. Penn, he does an excellent job. Is yeah, it's better, a good film. Do you think he's better in Falcon and the Snowman or Carlito's Way? Uh, Falcon. Okay. All right. Falcon. We're talking Sean Penn movies, folks. Uh, 
But I did watch that, and I guess it's it's sort of accurate for the kind of political climate that we live in today. Sure. Um, but it occurred to me, I was like, I wonder how many Andrew Dalton Lees and Chris Boyce has slipped through the cracks. Those guys got caught, you know? Russian yeah. spies, you mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much talk of Russian collusion all the time, and Russia this and Russia that, even from both sides of the aisle. That you start, you can't help but start speculating that there are American spies among us somewhere. Here's, here's the deal, and they're they're stoking this fire in this conversation, and there, they're loving it. There's American spies, there's Russian spies, there's Chinese spies, there's German spies, there's Southern spies. There's yes. people <laughs> doing the Ricky Lake. There's yeah, Ricky Lake has a mafia. That, that she, guy could have been a spy. Who knows? He probably you know? was. He was in the CIA. Right. <laughs> Years later, Mr. Huland, do you remember me? I'm right. uh, Agent... Uh, this is Agent Thomas. I'm in the Goodwill dressing room. I'm going to do the Ricky Lake thing and see if anyone responds. All right. I'm going to see how paranoid Huland is. Sending... He was walking around on Harlem with his laptop. Send right. the other yeah. guy that's standing around pointing out yes. everything with the blonde send in wig. The, and... Send in the Guy Fieri impersonator. Right. Guy Fieri. Huland just tried to... He just bought a red shirt. He bought a red shirt. He is a communist. <laughs> send in the Ricky Lake guy. <laughs> Send in the Ricky Lake guy, and then send in uh, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Fat Guy Fieri. Fat Guy Fieri. <laughs> guy Fieri was already fat. What did we call him? Fat he Guy was, Fieri. He was, uh, you know, Whatever. husky. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the Falcon and the Snowman. Remember that fit? Husky fit. Oh, yeah. Like, not extra large. Husky. Yeah. Fat. Okay. And fat. <laughs> like, what are we kidding? Like, uh, you think husky. Tony Kukoc was wearing husky gear? Probably not. No, he was wearing the finest silks. Yep. You, Tony Kukoc, only the finest silks for Kukoc. He never wore husky. What are you kidding? Tony uh, Kukoc is Taylor right. after strict Indian father. Tony Kukoc is Grand Avenue Taylor. Kukoc never wore what? Come on, guy. Anyway, Kukoc uh, wore Fendi. Oh, were you suggest? Were you suggesting that there be a TV show? Yeah, after it's called strict Tony Kukoc is Taylor after the strict Kukoc Indian is father. Taylor after right uh, only on TBS. Uh, only on TBS. <laughs> strict Indian father and Tony Kukoc is Taylor only on TBS. It's Jeff Foxworthy. I just like Kukoc is Taylor better. You don't even say Tony. Kukoc is Taylor. Kukoc is Grand Avenue Taylor. <laughs> The Grand Avenue Taylor starring Tony Kukoc. How about that? Oh, there you go. Now Kukoc is playing the Taylor, right? What's no. your end scene? It doesn't say what he's starring as. Oh, that's true. Wow. I wonder if, I, I wonder if David... This is a real production meeting. Yeah, Folks, quit laughing. This is a real production meeting. Damn it. You got the time? Yeah, all right. Just keep taking notes. Uh, in The Falcon and the Snowman, yes. Yes. maybe it's just because I love this song, but uh, David Bowie and Pat Metheny do the score. Right. Right. And This Is Not America is the song. That's Regardless of what part of the aisle you're on right now, yes. I feel that the song is appropriate for these times in many ways, and I think a lot of people are thinking this. So I want to let David Bowie tell everyone, serenade everyone ah, with this okay. one, right. and we'll come back after this.
one is injured, you need someone to represent you. But don't just call a lawyer, call a judge. Former supervising judge James McGing. Jim McGing represents injured people and their families in cases involving personal injury, wrongful death, workers' compensation, and third-party lawsuits. Jim represents first responders. He formerly worked for the General Counsel of the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police. He was an assistant state's attorney, and he was legal counsel to the Cook County Sheriff. As a judge, he presided over multi-million dollar medical negligence, traffic, premises liability, and construction injury cases. He wrote the Illinois court decisions regarding injured police and fire for on-the-job injuries and during training exercises. So don't just call a lawyer, call a judge. Former Judge Jim McGing of the Miller & McGing Law Firm. 33 years of personal injury and workers' compensation experience. You can get a hold of Jim at 773-467-8000. That's 773-467-8000. Give him a call. He's an old pal. Hi, I'm Patty Houlihan, and I support Concern Worldwide. If you want to do something about global poverty, hunger, refugees, the unacceptable suffering of young children, if you want to reach people directly where the need is greatest, you should, too. For 50 years since its grassroots beginnings in Dublin, Concern has changed and saved lives of millions. It has been the proud, relentlessly compassionate face of Ireland to the world. Support Concern today at ConcernUSA.org. That's ConcernUSA.org. There's no more Irish thing you can do. When your family has suffered a loss, there's one family I know who will be there for you. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes are third generation, family owned and operated. The Sheehy family has dedicated their lives serving families throughout Chicago and the Southwest suburbs. 
The Robert J. Sheehan Sons Funeral Home was incorporated in 1913 as a storefront at 76th and Halston in Chicago. At the time, this was one of the few standalone funeral homes of its kind and was to be the first of many to come bearing the Sheehy name. The founder, Roger Sheehy Sr., was soon joined in business by his three sons, Roger Jr., Jack, and Bob. This trademark of service is evident 98 years later as Bob and Jim Sheehy, third generation, own and operate two locations in Orland Park and Burbank. At Sheehy's, the name on their sign outside the funeral home means something. For them, it's very important that everyone be treated as if they were family, friend, or neighbor, as they very well could be. When my brother Willie died a few years ago, the Sheehy's took very good care of our family. And you know, you never forget something like that. Their entire staff cares about each and every family they serve. Every detail is handled in a professional and personal manner. On a daily basis, the directors Bill Kiley, Michael Rock, and John Sullivan, and the rest of the staff take great pride in their work, serving families as if they were their own. Bob Sheehy will tell you, we pride ourselves on offering the highest level of professionalism with every family we serve. Robert J. Sheehy and Sons Funeral Homes, here for you since 1913. McCann's Irish Oatmeal. We've been warming the hearts, minds, and souls of the most discriminating oatmeal lovers for over 150 years. From the family farm to your table, enjoy the whole grain goodness of McCann's Irish Oatmeal today. Available at your local grocery store. Welcome back. Final stretch of the program. It's been a wild ah. one. Mostly phone talk. That's been the case in my life. My daughter has gotten her phone. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, we talked about Goodwill again. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Do the Ricky Lake. Mm. Uh, and uh, we talked about strict Indian fathers. Yeah. Uh, Cool Coaches Taylor. Cool Coaches Taylor. Grand Avenue Taylor. My buzzer shots. Plays buzzer shot in NBA 2K. (laughs) Topical stuff, folks. Sure. Important. This is important. This is important. Uh, We talked about American spies. Uh, and, and, and spies of all, and we're rolling right in. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah all sure. the good stuff. Did you guys happen to notice that Wilford Brimley died? The actor, yes. oh. he was great in the natural. He was he is great in the natural. I was a big fan of his. Uh, I always uh, remember him from Cocoon, obviously, and yeah. from the Werther's original commercials. Uh, sure, is he in Lonesome Dove? <laughs> he may have been. I'm gonna pull it up right here. But, um, the thing that shocked me was when he was in Cocoon, yeah. He's only 51 years old. Yeah. And he was playing guys in like his 70s for like 25, 30 years. He wow, had white yeah. hair when he was like 20. It's an interesting. Um, <laughs> he was a Marine. He dropped out of high school to join the Marines and he served in the Aleutian Islands for three years. He was born in 1934. Okay. All right. Um, and he worked, he was a bodyguard for Howard Hughes at wow. one time. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. And a ranch hand wrangler and blacksmith. He then became shoeing horses for film and television. All right? Okay. At the behest of his close friend and actor, Robert Duvall, he began acting in the 1960s as a riding extra and stuntman in westerns. Hmm. So how often do you hear about an extra actually making it? You like know, literally yeah, working you know, in Hollywood and, get, and, and getting the opportunities to become, you know, a Wilfred name. Brimley. I just want to be like Wilfred Brimley. Forget Ricky Lake. Yeah. Give me Wilfred Brimley. That's right. Um, but anyway, in 1979, he told uh, the LA Times that the most he ever made as an actor in a year was 20 grand. That's not much. No. 1979? 1979 is a difference. Bad. No, not at all. 
Um, <coughs> wow. But, uh, you know, my, my condolences to Wilford Brimley and his family. Uh, yes. But, yeah, he was in the Natural Tender Mercies. Worked with, with, with Duvall, Duvall a lot. Obviously, he and Robert were uh, good buddies. Yep. He was um, great on Seinfeld as the Postmaster General or whatever. Great, great episode. Brimley was on Seinfeld? Yeah. I don't remember that episode. It was, wow. uh... He was like interrogating Newman, and it was good stuff. Look it up. <laughs> ah, this is crazy. This is a good story. Yeah. Brimley's close friend of all, again, uh, was instrumental in securing him for the role of Harry in Tender Mercies. You ever see Tender Mercies with Duvall? Yes, it's a great movie. All right, Duvall, who had not been getting along with director Bruce Bruce Bessiford, wanted somebody down there that's on my side, somebody that I can relate to on the set. Bessiford felt Brimley was too old for the part, but eventually agreed to casting. Brimley, like Duvall, clashed with the director. During one instance when Beresford tried to advise Brimley on how Harry would behave, Duvall recalled Brimley responding, Now look, let me tell you something. I'm Harry. Harry's not over there. Harry's not over here. Until you fire me or get another actor, I'm Harry. And whatever I do is fine, because I'm Harry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Wilford, you are Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he played Pop Fisher in The Natural, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, amazing role. Uh, with Richard Farnsworth, who was another stuntman extra. Started yeah. his career that way. Um, we talked about him. He's gone, too. Um, so slowly we're losing... Uh, well, Richard Farnsworth, for people that don't know, he's Wilford Brimley's uh, pitching coach in The Natural. Correct. Yeah, assistant yeah. coach, right. Yeah. 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 Um, See The Natural if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Absolutely. With no baseball, throw it on. Yeah. Well, we do have baseball now, but... Anyway, that's been uh, the showbiz death of the week in, in my world, and uh, I, I wanted to talk about it for a uh, moment. Well, I'm happy you did. I don't know if Wilford has ever been to a Goodwill or any of those places, yeah. but I hope that he's listening to this show in heaven and laughing. He yeah. witnessed all of all of the bull championships. <laughs> he did. It's <laughs> yeah. the first thing Brimley said to St. Peter when he got to the gates. He goes, how about the bulls? He said, you're Wilford Brimley, aren't you? He goes, big bulls fan. Hey, do I get to come in? He witnessed yeah. a lot of events. I got a Werther's original for you. He was born in 34. He saw it all. But it's got to be weird to live your life as like everyone's like, hey, you're the old guy. And you're yeah. like, well, I'm only 45 years old. And I'm, hey, we want you to play the 80 year old guy in this movie. Sure. Uh, okay. How much does it pay? Whatever. Exactly. Right. I'm game. <laughs> I'm yeah. game. Um, what do you have going on, Bill? What's new? I don't know. I know we got. I've been talking the whole episode. Like, that's ah! okay. Thinking, you had a lot I'm, of yeah, your mind. You have, man. That's uh, okay. I'm thinking about becoming the um, next spokesperson for Werther's original. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a that's good one. Possible. Um, no. Uh, back to work. You know. That's it. I'm. I'm selling a new wine. Snoop Dogg's wine. Oh, really? The Snoop Dogg Kelly Red. Snoop Dogg Kelly Red by uh, 19 Crimes. Is um, it weed infused? By um, it is not weed infused. Uh -huh. No. Um, it's, Do you think um, if I go to Gibson's next week and ask for the Snoop Dogg Kelly Red, they'll have it on hand? You may, yeah, they might have it. Really? Uh, that's a possibility. I don't know. Um, you know, I we haven't because everything we've been doing has been remote. Mm -hmm. It's been difficult for us to even do like tastings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I haven't even. I did buy a bottle. I haven't cracked it open yet. Yeah. Uh, I've been told it's decent juice. Um, decent juice is juice. that what they say? That's what they say in the liquor world. Juice. Oh, this is Ooh. decent juice. Yeah. This Snoop Dogg um, stuff. <laughs> this Snoop Dogg's good juice. Um, but apparently, what they have on it now, there's an app on your phone that you can check out. Where and, and Treasury um, Wines owns Treasury Wines. Treasury Wines owns um, is the supplier for 19 Crimes, the brand 19 Crimes. And 19, Nin and 19 Crimes has all. And, and for all you is wine, that Snoop Dogg's brand. 
<laughs> no, it is just a brand, 19 Crimes. And what they do is they they pick a certain varietal and then they pick like a character in history who was like a prisoner of some sort. And they, you know, it's it's a whole marketing game. I get it. All right. Yeah. So they, so they got the Al Capone Red. In, in no, the... they don't have an Al Capone Red, but, you know, not. But... They don't have an Al Capone Red? <laughs> no Al Capone Red. With them? Uh, but they do have Snoop Dogg. And this is like the. But Snoop Dogg's not a criminal. No, no. So it's not being advertised that way. They just he felt that he like he fell uh, he fell into their brand. I should say like okay. there was something they felt that they could. It was a nice partnership between the two of them. And the so, anyways, he has his Kelly Red. It's him on the bottle. There's an app on your phone. And Snoop Dogg I'm, has everything. Yeah, he's got his own pornography, his own oh, music, wow. his own weed. No, he's got his own liquor. He's got and a Pee Wee football league. He's, yeah, Pee Wee. People are like, it's Snoop Dogg. It's okay. Shaq's the same way. No rules for Snoop Dogg. Shaq has like. 500 business. Snoop Dogg can do no like wrong. So there's an app I have called Living Wine. Oh. All right? Uh-huh. And what it is is you, you have to enter the year of your birth and all that stuff. But when you do is you take it up to, you can hold it up. Like you, you search the wine, 19 crimes, and you hold this up. You know, it has to access your camera. You hold it up to the bottle. Mm-hmm. And then in your camera, you can see the bottle starts talking. It'll be like, drink up. And it's Snoop Dogg like talking to you. Oh, okay. the logo starts talking. Yeah, the logo starts Isn't talking. Isn't that creative? Well, you, yeah. wait a second. You mean this wine is interactive, <laughs> virtual? Snoop Dogg's gonna talk to me? Can right. I? Have some, can I have Snoop give me a tour of the vineyard? That's right. nuts. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, that's it. We got. We're up at the time here, folks. What? Yeah, it's already uh, time. We got a minute left here. Um, Jeez. My condolences to Wilford Brimley. Yes. Uh, family. Uh, I hope everybody takes care of themselves during this COVID and keeps a good, upbeat, bubbly uh, personality for themselves. Do yes. the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Do the Ricky Lake. Yeah. Go to Goodwill, try to do good things for people. Hit your buzzer shots if possible. Play your NBA 2K, wear a mask, stay in, all that stuff. Track your children. Make sure you eat plenty of McCann's Irish Oatmeal because this show is presented by it. That's right. Also, if you injure yourself during COVID, uh, give uh, personal injury attorney Jim McGing a call if it tends to be uh, an issue. Yeah, he'll help you out. He'll help you out. If you're right. tender. Uh my name again. The show, you know, that's it. What's Hibernia, your name? If you want to find what's archive, your name again? Who are you? My, what's my name? <laughs> My name's Ricky Lake Houlihan. Yeah. Until next week. Oh, uh oh, what, what is do we this? got here, Mike? Oh, there we go. Little gin and juice coming out with a little Snoop Dogg. Until next week. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Should have kept the plastic on. And this one, Snoop Doggy Dog. You need to get a jobby job. Boy, take care of the house while I'm gone. Clean up your room. Take out the garbage. I don't want these fast hair girls up in here. You hear me? And definitely don't let the dog pound up in here. I mean that. And don't be messing with the A-track. Blow me five out.